Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we welcome you into the Cross Country Mortgage Campus here in Berea. This is episode number 16 of the best podcast available, presented by our great friends at Cross Country Mortgage. I'm Jason Gibbs, joined by staff writer Anthony Poizel. And the Browns and OTAs officially done for the 2022 offseason. What remains? Three days of mandatory minicamp. And then we wait for training camp. A little summer vacation for the uh, for the kids, as they like to say. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it was great to see um, them wrap up the 10 practices that they had for OTAs and kind of slide into this last part of the offseason with the mandatory minicamp. Um, you know, we've been able to learn a lot over the last couple of weeks of just watching guys practice, seeing how, you know, some certain personnel lined up, seeing um, who this coaching staff was kind of maybe going to be counting on um, come training camp. So we were able to talk with some coordinators today, which was nice. Uh, they, you know, they give us a lot of information on some of the new guys that they've been able to bring into this roster and what their roles might be, um, you know, starting the season. So, um, yeah, definitely good to wrap up OTAs and it'll be interesting next week, you know, getting a, a full squad back here for mandatory minicamp and seeing, you know, maybe what changes, if anything, and, uh, you know, just being able to kind of draw some other observations from having a full team here. And we will get into those mandatory minicamp practices coming up uh, a little bit later in the podcast coming up today. I had a chance coming off the practice field the other day to sit down with two guys getting ready for their third season and two guys that a lot is being counted on from uh, the both of them and linebacker uh, Jacob Phillips and defensive tackle Jordan Elliott. Uh, This is their first offseason. Hard to believe, like real offseason, because of the last two years and uh, COVID. They got drafted in the middle of the pandemic, and then last year it was still virtual, so they really didn't have the, quote, off-season program uh, that they that normal NFL players go through, and this is their first time, and uh, the guy's doing some really good work. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy to think that, you know, players that are entering their third year are still kind of learning um, some new things about the NFL, but that's exactly what you have with both Jordan and Jacob. And, you know, you can tell not just by, you know, listening to those two guys, but some of the other 
second and third year players that haven't kind of had this experience before that it's helping them out a lot. You know, they're able to kind of get into the weight room. They're able to obviously build um, some team chemistry with guys that, you know, I mean, it just wasn't easy to build team chemistry when you were doing everything virtual before. Um, so they're able to connect with teammates better. Um, and then just more hands-on work with the coaches. Uh, I think that's a really important part of being able to have a full off-season program is, you know, these guys are practicing every day it's not just one practice every week like kind of like we had um at times last year and, and obviously you know in 2020 but um they're learning a lot and i think that's a big reason why uh, some of these second and third year guys are being are going to be counted on a lot this year is that they're able to have this full off season under their belt guys are staying healthy too which is great um and i think this is going to be a good stepping stone for them as they kind of get in the training camp and prove even more that they're kind of able to step into these big roles and jordan jacobs certainly are, are in that group Week three OTAs, and we'll get into breaking down the OTA top three names. Anthony's coming up in just a few minutes. But if you want to take away from week three of OTAs, his name is Cade York. Hello. Welcome to the National Football League, young fella. Seven of eight on field goals? Did uh, I have that right, or six it, of seven? It was, it was six of seven. Six and, of seven. And the special eh, – The math. I didn't go to college for it. <laughs> yeah, the special one was the, the last kick he made. Uh, it was – we don't have the exact distance, but it was from at least 60 yards, uh, which is no joke. And I was on the side. Brad Mellon was the uh, the makeshift referee equipment extraordinaire underneath the goalpost. That thing was good from 65. Yeah, I mean, they definitely had a lot of, lot of power to it. Um, and it was great to see, you know, there were – a lot of the teammates were kind of making some noise, trying to, as best as they could, you know, replicate um, what it would be like maybe kicking in an away stadium with a lot of pressure. Um, but Cade, I mean, he put a lot of power into that ball, and he kicked it right down the middle, and it was like, okay, you know, you don't want to take too much from just one kicking session, but that kick was like, you can see why, uh, you know, Mike Prefer was so excited to get him and why this coaching staff is excited to have a kicker that they believe is going to be able to do really well at First Energy Stadium, uh, regardless of what the weather's like. And we certainly saw that, you know, he's got that powerful leg that, that they were hoping that he could carry over from LSU. Um, and we'll get a chance, you know, over the next few weeks to kind of see that even more. So, Cade York, maybe the star of the week from OTAs, from media availability, and the one day that the media was able to go out on the practice field and take, it and take in everything on Wednesday – Got a chance to talk to all the assistant coaches as well, from the offensive side, from the defensive side. JJ3 talked, Anthony Schwartz talked, Kevin Stefanski talked. Busy, busy week, including from the golf tournament on Monday. But the assistant coaches, the spotlight on them in this final week of OTAs. Your takeaways from the offensive coaches that you were able to talk to yeah definitely so you know I was able to listen in on specifically what Chad O'Shea was saying and um, you know it's just evident that he really does have a lot of faith in Anthony Schwartz and Donovan Peoples-Jones I and mean, it goes back to what we were talking about with those second third year guys you know Chad O'Shea said that you know this offseason program for them is not something that they've kind of been able to have before and he's been able to really kind of see them take a lot of steps over the last few weeks he mentioned specifically with Peoples-Jones that you know his release is looking better um, he's just looking like a more confident comfortable receiver and then you know with Schwartz it's he's he's healthy you remember last year he wasn't um, he wasn't able to participate in every single practice just because he was dealing with injuries here and there so um, the fact that he's been able to be you know a consistent presence in this offseason program so far has really benefited him and you can just kind of tell by the way because he talked with uh, media on Wednesday as well and you can just kind of tell that he is comfortable more confident he said it himself it's like when he gets up to the line of scrimmage he's not thinking oh you know how am I going to mess this play up or how can I mess this play up it's all right what do I need to do to make sure I'm open and can catch the football um, and that's why you know I think they haven't 
really look to bring in any other receivers to sort of fill in those roles that you have behind Amari Cooper. It's like they they trust that Schwartz and Peoples-Jones are going to be able to step into those roles this year, and obviously David Bell as well. Um, But, you know, Chad O'Shea said some really good things about um, those two players on Wednesday. Um, And then just, you know, with the offense, with Drew Pretzing talking, uh, you know, our quarterback's coach, um, just saying that, you know, the offense is still a work in progress, as it should be when you're kind of in this period of OTAs. You know, nothing is going to be finalized, especially when, you're working with not one, but three new quarterbacks in your quarterback room. So um, they're still kind of, you know, finding out what works best with those guys and how they can kind of mold an offense to kind of maximize their skill set. Um, and that's something that really is going to we're going to see come together uh, during training camp. I think, you know, now it's like they're just trying to see okay what they can do, uh, you know, obviously workouts right now for the most part are at lighter speeds. Um, but I think we'll see that pick up during mandatory mini camp and training camp and we'll get a better idea of sort of what this offense is going to look like this year. All right. What about on the defensive side of the ball? The defense really, I, I think they've had themselves a nice little OTA session, uh, making some big plays, secondary all over the place, linebackers flying all over your takeaways from the defensive assistance. Yeah, definitely. So I got to talk with uh, our defensive line coach, Chris Kiffin, oh, about, um, you know, he is a treat. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, they've 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 got so many good players that, you know, obviously the news of Jadavion Clowney uh, resigning was was a big deal for for Coach Kiffin. And, um, you know, I think he feels really good about what they have in the interior, too. Uh, You know, obviously talking a little bit about Jordan Elliott and Taven Bryan um, is a guy that I think that they're going to be counting on a lot to sort of step into that 2018 2018 first round pick. Um, who maybe hasn't had like a monster season yet in the NFL, but has still been a quality guy that can stop the run. And I think, um, you know, they're going to be counting on him to kind of be one of, fill one of those two starter spots this year. And then um, the other one's kind of open. And it, it sounds like they're, you know, they kind of want to see what Jordan Elliott can do. And obviously it's, it, there's a lot of guys that are going to be comp- competing for that role, like Tommy Toad guys and other, but, um, you know, Coach Kiffin talked highly about uh, what Jordan Elliott can kind of do in this third year. You know, as, as someone who was drafted like him in the third round, this is that second, third year is kind of when you expect a, a guy drafted in that range to sort of step up. And I think that's what he's counting on in, in Jordan Elliott this year. Um, you know, he said he added on a little bit uh, extra weight, some good weight, um, and that he's kind of using that to be a, a, a faster player. Uh, and so we've seen, you know, Jordan take some – some first team reps uh, in this offseason program, and we'll see if that continues when we kind of get into mini camp and training camp. But um, I know he feels really good about what they have in the defensive line and in the interior. Um, and then you know you gotta like what you have in the secondary as well, right? So many, so many returning players who had some great year seasons last year. I think the one that has stood out so far is John Johnson. Um, we've seen him take two interceptions now uh, in the last two weeks, and just seems like he's playing with you know more freely as well which is what you kind of want in a player like him because he's got the body he's got the size the speed the instincts and just a better knowledge of the playbook that's going to help him be uh, a better player in the second season in this defense yeah the defense has made some plays and, and they reminded the offense almost to the minute exactly what they were doing after they did it so a little celebratory yeah, very loud. yes the, very loud they, they enjoyed every minute of uh, the the turnovers that they created and the chaos they created. But the offense, they got some plays in as well in these 10 OTAs. For more uh, on that defensive line room and in the linebacker room, I had a chance coming off the field to talk to linebacker Jacob Phillips and also defensive tackle Jordan Elliott uh, about some of these things, their off seasons, what, uh, what they've been doing, and 
as they prepare for their third year in the NFL, a very important year when it comes to contracts and when it comes to NFL futures. A big year expected from uh, both of those guys, and they are both more than ready. Have a watch and have a listen. And here on the best podcast available, OTA is officially wrapping up. Joined by Jordan Elliott, defensive tackle. Joined by linebacker Jacob Phillips. Year three for both of you guys, and this is your first real offseason. I mean, not to take away from the last couple, but this is your first offseason in, in person. Uh, Jordan, what, what has it been like? What's the vibe been like in the building to see everybody and not wait till training camp to see everybody in person for the first time? Man, it's great, man. It's just, you know, being here, you know, being with the teammates, everybody just building, you know, camaraderie and uh, – I don't know. It's, it's one of those things, like you said, we didn't really have a, a real offseason these past two years, you know, that I've been here. So I don't know. It's a little different. The vibe and energy is all good. You know, everybody, you know, just connecting. They're not really worried about this and that, just football. So it's cool. It's been quite spirited, actually. And, and the weather has been perfect. And Jacob, year three, year three for both of you guys. Like what, what a three-year stretch it has been with, with from COVID and being drafted meet interviewing you guys from living rooms uh, with my dogs underneath my table as, as I did it and to, to now in person and now you're a veteran my friend what uh, what's this journey been like for you uh, it's, it's been a great journey uh, obviously uh, my personal journey I've had a lot of you know uh, hiccups with injuries uh, this far in my career but you know I'm just excited to you know be feeling healthy feeling strong as I felt this, this time me being in the NFL, as healthy as I felt, this time me being in the NFL. And, uh, you know, obviously it's smart because I've gotten the reps and, uh, you know, this is my third year in the playbook. So uh, I'm just super excited and, uh, you know, looking forward to what's to come uh, for the season. Jordan, playing off of, of Jacob and what he had to say, you know, everybody's back. You know, a lot of the guys back, especially in that defensive line room. Coach Kiffin's back. And, and Coach Kiffin is a little bit of a character. He, he likes to get everybody fired up. He's a pretty fired up guy. What's it been like to have that defensive line back intact? And for the most part, defensively, most of you guys are all back again for a, a third year now. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like when JD came back, you know, uh, for that day, it was just, I don't know, like just that energy, it, it just was uh, foreshadowing, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, it's one of those things we look forward to the season. We look forward to just, being a unit, you know what I mean? And everybody's shining together. So I don't know, it's, it's a blessing. It, it is, we're quite happy. I, I like seeing familiar faces and, and not a lot of changeover. Uh, Jacob, take a, talking about the linebacker room, Coach Tarver, uh, but more importantly, Anthony Walker Jr. and what he's meant to your development from a leadership. What, what have you learned from him in, in the season and a half now as you've spent the entire off season together? What, what have you learned from him? Uh, it's it's always good to have somebody uh, you know who's who's knowledgeable and uh, you know not just our playbook but he's been in different systems uh, in the past so you know he he has more of uh, you know he has a broader view of like you know what what like systems we might be getting to beat our specific defense because you know he played in our defense he played Indy's defense and you know it's all kind of like a tree in the NFL so uh, it's been great. So, you know, be able to ask questions, uh, you know, even with the coaches, Coach Tar, Coach Bloom, Zach, you know, everybody's uh, always willing to help. Uh, you know, we have a great relationship in the linebacker room, and, you know, uh, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, 
not every team has. So, you know, I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for everybody in the room. Talking with Jacob Phillips and Jordan Elliott, Browns defense, third year for both guys here on the best podcast available. Jordan, you take a look at, at this defensive line and coming into their own, and everybody wants to know what's going to happen at the defensive tackle position. It's a position to watch here uh, as we get for, close to training camp. Uh, what have your goals been this offseason in terms of getting ready for training camp in this 2022 season? Honestly, just being in the best shape of my life, you know, uh, coming in strong, coming in with an attitude of, of domination rather than, you know, preparedness, you know what I'm saying, survival. And just coming in in attack mode, I feel like that's the whole D-tackle room, like the group, we all know that that's what our goal is, our mission, see how much penetration we can get this whole season. You know what I mean? Stat-wise, we're not really worried about stats, but we worry about how can we affect the game. So that's that's all we think about right now. Mentally, what do you have to go through in terms of getting ready for this season? Pushing myself every day, you know what I mean? Like uh, not being complacent and comfortable, uh, knowing that no matter how strong, no matter how much shape, I can always be more. You know what I mean? So that's that's just my mindset. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for that mindset. I'm gonna just keep keep on rolling. And, and Jacob, you mentioned it earlier. Uh, you've gone through some periods here where you you battled some injuries, but yet you've been able to come back. You ended the season strong uh, this past year, and were able to put out some meaningful snaps and and really start to turn the corner a little bit. What's your mindset been here in this off season in terms of getting ready for 2022? Uh, I think tearing my bicep uh, in a pre in training camp last year, uh, you know, going through that whole process kind of taught me how to be a pro, you know, uh, what it takes to recover my body, what it takes to prepare for the the week ahead, uh, what it takes to prepare for the team ahead. Uh, you know, I think that was, you know, a blessing and a curse. Obviously, I had to sit out those amount of games, but I mean, as you saw, like when I, when I came back, uh, you know, it, it didn't look like I lost a step, you know, obviously reps count, but, uh, you know, I'm excited that, you know, we get this OTA period where we get even more reps under my belt and, uh, you know, heading into the season, you know, I'm just, I'm putting it, I'm, I'm betting it all on me. All right. What is, I'll start with you, Jacob, first, the toughest exercise our strength staff has put you through. What's the one thing that when you go to work out in the off season that you are like, I am dreading this? I know it's going to make me better, but I'm dreading every minute of this. So I uh, I stayed I stayed after the season uh, for like a month and a half and and worked with the training staff on just getting getting my body as strong as I could. So uh, we started doing a lot of Olympic lifts. So uh, it's probably all those snatches, all the Bulgarians, uh, power cleans, all that stuff. That stuff it added on all those reps, but. Yeah, but now 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 I'm, I've grown accustomed to it and I like it now. So, you know, I, I'm I'm not shying away from the weight room. So, I don't, I don't know what's too tough. But no, I, I'm fairly confident neither one of you are shying away from the weight room. I shy away from the weight room. I work my way to the cafeteria. Uh, Jordan, what about you? What's the one thing that the strength coaches? It's on the board in the morning, and you're like, yeah, this is this is gonna not I be mean, fun. Honestly, today. for me, them sled pushes, like we be doing these sled pushes, like it. It don't look like it's too hard because it's only like a plate on there. And then when you get down there, you start marching, you start marching. And all of a sudden, you like, damn. You, you get up, you like, I just had a whole workout or something was going on. But like, you know, the sled pushes, that's, that's, that's the one thing that I'm like, eh. Then, then, then we put the bungee uh, lateral shuffles. Oh, yeah, right after against that. each other, yeah. Right after that. I this, did so those yeah. once, once. See? You don't go against us? No, I have, <laughs> I have no interest in going against either one of you guys. Come on, big dog. <laughs> Back in the day, yes, when I worked out and actually played some 
some basketball. I didn't play football. Oh, you was hooping. Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, as we look to man- mandatory minicamp next week, what do you want to get out of this, uh, those three days? They're pretty important. Everybody will be here. Uh, and uh, it's the final tune-up before training camp. Right. I mean, honestly, just consistency. Uh, just doing what I do best, uh, coming out big, strong, knowing the playbook, in and out, you know, and just showing that on film. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm here to do. Jacob, what about you? Uh, basically, you know, uh, you know, I feel like the, the tone gets set within our room. So, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, everybody in our room every day we come out here, we set the tone for the defense. Nah, nah, we set the tone. <laughs> D-line set. <laughs> All right, we run to the ball. And, uh, you know, we, we make the plays that, that, are, that should be made by us. And, uh, you know, we, we celebrate when our teammates make the other plays. So, you know, I'm just... We've been, we've been at this for a while now, so it kind of it kind of meshes together, you know, when when we all trying, you know, every single day. But you know, I'm excited for main camp. Absolutely, so are we, and, and a, a chance to really see uh, what we're going to see come training camp. All right, um, what is the best? You guys have both been here for three years now. What is your favorite place to go and grab food in this town? I'll start with you, Jordan. Yeah, you got to start with me. I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, nah, the, the best place I've been to out here, probably Lago East Bank. Right, it's right right across the street, honestly. But uh, my guy Fabio. There and then second is another place right next to it called Anejo Bar, and they uh they got like real good like beef tips, uh like Cajun shrimp. It's good. So check them spots out. Jacob. So I, I stay out in Strongsville, so you know, we won't have too many restaurants out there, but uh. Is there one anywhere in the city that you'd like to go? In Strongsville or Cleveland? Anywhere in Cleveland. In Cleveland. I'll give, I'll give uh, you, I'll open it up for you. The last time last time I went to eat downtown, I went to Jade uh, Asian Fusion, mm. and that was super good. Bye. So I think that, that might be my new spot. Normally we used to go to like Lindsay's after games, me and my family, but uh, I think my, that might be my new spot. All right. Any vacation plans once mandatory mini camp ends? Uh, Jordan? I'm going to be up here just grinding, working up. It, it, is it one of those situations where you know, like, there's probably going to be a conditioning test when you come back before training camp, so you you got to be careful. Like, you don't want to be on a beach for four weeks and, and getting a little crazy and yeah, I mean, we watching just, the diet and everything. I feel like, you know, as a collective, we just, you know, we think of past just camp survival. We trying, like I said, we trying to dominate. So I don't think people are going to be just out vacationing. Everybody grinding. Finally, did you guys go to Miami? I did. You went to Miami? Yep. How was it? It was amazing, you know. Super, super, super happy that Miles, you know, took us out there on his own, on his own dime. You know, flew us there in a private jet. You know, put us up in a nice hotel, and uh, we had a lot of fun. I feel like we actually grew a lot closer. Like, you know, the mission was accomplished of us, you know, building that chemistry. You know, uh, so you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I appreciate Miles for doing. Even that. though there was a tropical storm literally rolling right through yeah, yeah. Miami. Uh, I, yeah, but you know, I, we all we all in the same place, so. Yeah, we didn't Some, get caught in the rain too much. Something tells me that you, it's it's okay. It's yeah, not a yeah. big deal. All right, guys, I appreciate your time. Jacob Phillips, Jordan Elliott. I wish you guys nothing but the best. Enjoy a couple well-deserved weeks off. Look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Special thanks to Jacob Phillips and Jordan Elliott for their time. Two players that that I think really 
could have a big impact on this defense, Anthony, in 2022. You know, Jacob Phillips at the linebacker spot uh, has, you know, he said it himself, he's learned a lot from Anthony Walker Jr., and uh, that whole linebacker room is pretty close. And then Jordan telling us on, on the defensive line, you know, the, the putting in the work. And, you know, everybody's been here. Uh, a lot of the guys, you know, have come in, you know, they, they might miss a day or two. It is voluntary at the end of the day. But, Guys are getting their work in, and Jordan Elliott said it best, and even Jacob said it. Like, they didn't go anywhere in the offseason. Everybody's been sticking around. It has been a popular theme. You know, you're, you're in the 70s and in the 80s from a, from a player uh, participation ratio. That's pretty big for a football team in the offseason for, quote, voluntary workouts. Yeah, and I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the podcast, but, you know, these guys haven't had an opportunity to kind of come here and enjoy the offseason program the way that it's supposed to be enjoyed. You know, it's, uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski has said it multiple times over the course of these last few weeks. This is supposed to be like fun for the guys. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be productive. You want to, you know, go out, have a good practice. But, you know, it's also a chance to kind of bond with teammates and, and make sure that you're d- putting the work in in a fun way, uh, you know, to kind of be ready for when that grind of training camp starts up. Um, and so I think for the guys, especially with Jordan and Jacob, guys that didn't get, have this before, it's just something that they really kind of wanted to seize and, and, and you know, take advantage of now that um, they're able to kind of enjoy it to the way that it's supposed to be enjoyed to its full extent. Yeah, two guys, again, a lot will be uh, counted on from the both of them as we get into training camp. It'll be exciting to see where both of those guys go because they're both great guys who have come a long way and, you know, finally starting to see uh, their development here and excited about it. Yeah, and I think one thing that's important to point out about Jacob Phillips, and, so, you know, we talked about Jordan earlier, but specifically with Jacob, um, you know, he – seems like over the course of these last you know few practices that he he will be having a much bigger role in the defense he's been taking those first team snaps uh, at the mic position which is where Anthony Walker was last year and you can still see that um, you know Anthony Walker's still a possibility for that role nothing is set yet it's still way too early but um, they're they're at least trying to get Jacob ready for that role which would be uh, you know a big adjustment for the defense um, you know it might mean that he's the guy wearing a green sticker possibly uh, and relaying plays to the rest of the defense but when you're in that mic spot, you know, you got to be ready to command the guys at the line of scrimmage and the other players that are around you. Um, and that's a big responsibility even for uh, a player that's going into his third year. But it seems like this coaching staff and this team has a lot of confidence in Jacob to kind of step up this year. I think, you know, they, they wanted him um, to kind of jump into that role last year, but obviously injuries kind of got in the way. Uh, you know, I think he was only able to play in four games last yep. year. Um, but now that he's back and fully healthy and, you know, he's, he's probably uh, – put on a little more muscle and in this kind of you know that fits the mold of, of what they want in that middle spot at linebacker um, and I think it's great that they're able to have someone like Anthony Walker too that can kind of help guide him through that a veteran player like Anthony um, but yeah I think there's some really big things that are expected out of Jacob and definitely Jordan this year gotta stay healthy gotta start st- starts there yeah yeah and it's and that's what I'm saying you know what I said earlier is that it's good that these guys are making it through now healthy they're able to get these reps in um, hopefully that keeps up during training camp yeah no question all right OTAs, as we mentioned, done. Ten OTA sessions in the books. Mandatory minicamp awaits us next week. Time now. Anthony Poizel, the spotlight on you. <laughs> Your three most interesting players through the three-week OTA period. Yeah. In no particular order. 
unless you want to. No, 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 partic- no particular order. But um, you know, we've talked about him a lot already. But the guy that has really jumped out to me so far has just been David Bell. Um, you know, he's caught everything that's been thrown his way. It's clear that. He has an understanding of how to get open uh, on just about every single play. Now, um, one of the things that, that Chad O'Shea did say was that, you know, it's a matter of f- refining his route running abilities to fit uh, this particular playbook whenever that gets finalized. So that'll be something to watch over the next few weeks. But, I mean, so far, this is about, you know, as smooth of a start as you could have asked for from him, um, you know, a third-round guy that they're expecting to have a pretty big role in the offense this year. So um, the fact that he's, you know, sort of been able to de- develop a, a quick chemistry with Deshaun and, and, and Jacoby Brissett as well because he's been taking reps on both both first and second teams. Um, you know, he's looked comfortable in the slot, which is a, a big plus. Uh, but he's kind of fit everything that they are sort of asking for uh, so far from him. Um, my number two is going to be Greg Newsom, um, just because this seems like it's going to be a pretty big year for him. Um, also for, you know, slot position purposes, he's – going to be it seems like he could be the guy that slides in there on defense um and he's been playing a lot of snaps there over the course of OTAs and has looked pretty solid um you know he's had a couple uh, pass breakups and it just looks like a confident player that's ready to kind of take whatever role they ask for him in this defense which I think is a really good thing to see um if you're trying to find out who's going to replace that spot that was manned by Troy Hill last year um and when they have such a deep cornerback secondary room I think it's good that you can have a guy like Greg that uh you know can step into that role my number three is the guy we've been talking about already is Jacob Phillips. Um, you know, if he's able to sort of take that middle linebacker role and possibly become a starter this year, that's a pretty big jump for him. Um, and that's what you want out of a guy that was drafted where he was two years ago. You know, this is, like I said, kind of the time that um, you would expect players drafted in those third, fourth, those middle rounds to really kind of take that next step and become a bigger part of, you know, whichever side of the ball they're on. And I think we're seeing that with Jacob right now with them giving him those snaps at the mic position. So um, those would be my three biggest guys that I think I'm kind of, you know, really looking forward to see how they progress over, over these next few weeks. Uh, looking forward to mandatory mini camp next week. So here's the schedule on Tuesday practice, full practice at the cross country mortgage campus here in Berea on Wednesday, a trip to the football hall of fame, the pro football hall of fame and uh, a, a light practice uh, at, I think Tom Benson stadium. I think so. I there's, think it'll be at there's the only so many spots there. Yeah. yeah, correct. <laughs> it'll be a light workout and then uh, getting to know the history of this, uh, this franchise and the history of the NFL, uh, some programs planned for the team in the afternoon at the pro football hall of fame. Thursday, wrapping up the off-season program at First Energy Stadium. And really, one of the big reasons why is there's a number of events coming to First Energy Stadium, and that field isn't going to exist maybe until uh, (laughs) early August before we get a chance to get back out there. So I think a chance for the team to get down to First Energy and and practice there. What's one thing that you are looking forward to seeing or that you want to see next week from this football team and mandatory minicamp? Yeah, I think the thing is just going to be to kind of focus on the offense and sort of seeing how they kind of are able to adapt a little bit more now that um, they're going to have a full roster, not just on the offense, because I think, you know, a good chunk of the offensive guys have been here already. But, um, you know, they're going to have now a full squad on defense. And so I think that gives them an opportunity to sort of, you know, try some new things and maybe kind of see what direction they want to move with the playbook come training camp. Um, You know, it's all about 
maximizing sort of the mobility that Deshaun Watson has and, and what some of the other quarterbacks in that room are kind of able to do. Um, and like we talked about before, you know, that's that's what uh, this is for. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see maybe what kind of different looks they throw in the offense. I know over the course of these last few practices, we've sort of seen a lot of sort of pre-snap motions and, you know, ways that they can maybe deceive the defense with some audibles here and there. So um, we'll see if that maybe can keep up. Um, hopefully we get a little bit better of a picture as to what, will kind of come together on the offensive side of the ball as far as how the playbook looks over uh, at the end of those three days. Yeah, for me, defensively, uh, you know, who who are that, who's in that first team on the defensive line? Uh, who's lining up where in the secondary? And more importantly in that secondary, who are the guys that are coming in to get those second team reps? Because we know about the starters on this football team, but, you know, the last few years we've been very deep at the corner position, six, seven, eight guys. Well, there's – a lot of those guys departed last year, so it'll be. I'm interested to see who's going to step up and fill those second team reps and kind of solidify themselves for training camp when it starts in six to eight weeks. Yeah, I mean the personnel side of it will all on both sides of the ball will be interesting. And you know, you talk about the cornerbacks. It's like okay, so now that they have Greg and Denzel, and they got you know Greedy Williams, Martin Emerson, uh, AJ Green on that uh, in that specific position it's like how are those guys going to slot up you know is greedy would he play more on the outside i you know could martin emerson be a guy that maybe splits some of those outside reps with greedy um depending on how fast he's able to come along um so all of those things will definitely be interesting to watch now that we kind of have a you know a full squad here i think the intensity might kind of ramp up a little bit maybe we'll see a little bit more of you know seven on seven those team drills where you can kind of get a really good look at what our coaching staff is thinking of how those guys are going to be used and and then obviously just evaluating players, you know, how, how do they look at this point of the offseason? And, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be really a, a good time to take in even more observations about what's going on. Well, let's hope the weather continues to be as nice as it's been this week. It's been fantastic. It has been fantastic indeed. Want to thank Anthony Bacco for all of his hard work. Thanks to Jacob Phillips. And, of course, thanks to Jordan Elliott uh, for their time as well. Anthony Poizel, fine job as always. We look forward to hearing you on CBD. And, of course, next week, uh, all throughout our coverage here of Mandatory Minicamp Week, we will have you covered on all of the Browns media platforms. So make sure you check it out uh, all week long as we get the final tune-up before training camp 2022. You can like and subscribe today to the best podcast available wherever you get your your podcast. You can also check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Browns. For Anthony Baco, for Anthony Poizel, I'm Jason Gibbs. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the best podcast available presented by Cross Country Mortgage.